Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Fit and Lit podcast. My name is Bridget Koenig and I'm your host today. We're a little off schedule because it has been a crazy two weeks. Like, absolutely freaking crazy. There's been something going on like every single day. We took a big trip to Arizona from California. It was like a eight and a half hour drive without stops to get there. We had two children in the car. Therefore, it took us like 12 hours to get there. And then we had the whole weekend. My husband ran a 100 mile endurance race. And we'll talk about that when he's ready, because when you hear about it, you'll know why he's not quite ready to talk about it yet. But it has just been wild, 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 wild over here. So we went to, we went on a vacation. We were gone for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We were gone for five days. Now, if you have dogs and you're just an adult with kids, you know that going anywhere for any amount of time requires a lot of preparation. As a business owner, getting ready for other people to teach classes, getting ready for, you know, just making sure everything's stocked up, that everybody that's here doesn't have to worry about anything, making sure bills are paid, making sure, you know, everything before you leave is all ready to go. Everything's taken care of. For your house, you have to, you know, pack. First of all, packing is like my worst nightmare. I absolutely hate it. And I wait until the last minute every single time. And then you have to make sure that your house is clean or at least, you know, the trash is taken out so it doesn't stink up your whole house. That the kitchen, you know, all the food, you know, you know, the draw. There's lots of things that go with going on vacation, making sure all the plans are intact, intact, in order, making sure that they're in order. It's just a lot that goes on. So the whole week before was a little bit stressful. Then we were in Arizona, making sure that me and the kids were on time to make sure that we meet up with my husband every time he comes through the lap, through the start finish line, marking his next lap, making sure that we're all fed, making sure that he's fed, making sure we're staying hydrated, all the things. And then on our way home, my favorite thing to do after this race is we stop at this resort and we have a whole Basically, like, it's like a small apartment. It's a villa. So there's, like, two rooms. There's a kitchen with, like, everything you could possibly need. There's a full living room, a full dining table, just a huge pool with, like, multiple hot tubs and water slides for the kids. And it's, like, my favorite thing to do after this race because <laughs> just to sleep in like a nice bed after you've been sleeping in a trailer for the longest time. And then stepping into like a little bit of luxury is just really amazing. 
So that was nice. That was really nice. We had what? We had Thai food. We had, we got some vegan Mexican food. We got, we got all sorts of food. Um, the kids got these like really cool milkshakes. Um, this was all after the race. So it was like really nice to just relax, go sit in the hot tubs, eat some food, watch some scary movies. Cause this was right before Halloween. Then we came home and our water was out at our house. So we live on federal property and one of the bases that's close to us, a water pipe burst or something like something happened to where they had to shut off the water supply. And we're also on that same water supply. So when we got home, I'm ready to do laundry. I'm ready to unpack right away. Just dump all of our dirty clothes into the laundry and the water was out. So we couldn't do anything. We couldn't shower, which I'm so glad again that we got to shower at the hotel before we left. And then, um, yeah, we couldn't do laundry. They turned the water on for like two hours so people could shower, flush our toilets, you know, whatever. And the water was brown like not just like tinged yellow, like straight up brown. Like if someone took like a massive dookie in your toilet and then tried to flush it, but it didn't flush and it just kind of stirred it around in the bowl. That's what it looked like. And it was disgusting. So we had water, but it was not usable. We filled up some buckets that we could pour in the back of the toilet, like when we didn't have water so that we could flush it. We couldn't even like, we could not use it. It was so gross. So, but I didn't know that. So as soon as the water turned on, I started a load of laundry. All my laundry like had brown spots all over it from the water. It was so gross. So that was interesting. Then it was Halloween. The next day was Halloween. So we, you know, the kids went to school. We did our Halloween thing. I volunteered at the kids Halloween little party that they had and that was fun that was really fun we got to dance my son finally opened up if you know me personally my son has been having the hardest time talking to other kids and (laughs) he started talking and playing with the other kids and the teacher messaged me and she's like I'm crying Otto's talking to you know, other kids and they keep coming up to me and saying like, I didn't know he could talk. Did you know that he could talk? So, I mean, and we're all, we're in October, the end of October and he's finally opening up. So I'm really happy, but yeah, it was fun. We got to dance to the monster mash and play a little, some little games and all that stuff. And then of course it was Halloween after that. So we dressed up, me and my husband were Audrey and Seymour and then I made a little Audrey too uh so that was really fun to go trick-or-treating with the kids my daughter was Frankie Stein from Monster High and then my son was Steve from Minecraft of course and we met up with some friends and we went trick-or-treating it's always my favorite time like there's just something about I don't know. There's just something so cool about going trick-or-treating. And then when you have your own kids and you kind of get to see it through their eyes, I'm very like, yeah, get as much as candy as you can. Like, I don't care if you eat it. We don't have rules around candy. Like, you know, eventually it'll, it won't be such a big deal, but I just feel like 
you know, it's one day, it's Halloween, like eat the candy. I ate the candy. I had so many Snickers because my kids don't like Snickers and I like them. I like the fun size Snickers. Give me a full size Snicker bar. I won't touch it. Give me those. Give me like 20 fun size ones. I'm going to tear it up. I love the fun size ones. They're the best. And then, okay. So then, you know, the day after Halloween, it's pajama day at school. It's a half day for our kids every Wednesday. So it was like kind of like a dead day for us. My classes here at the studio were very minimal. Like there was like hardly anyone that showed one class had one person and then we didn't quite feel good. So, or she didn't quite feel good. So she wanted to end it early, which was totally okay with me, but it was just one of those like weird days. Then in the evening was my first workout in like two weeks just because I had been so busy and we did the impossible mile challenge and it was not my idea. <laughs> it was one of my members' ideas. She was like, can we do this mi impossible mile challenge? And I was like, sure. Yeah, let's do it. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> so what the impossible mile challenge is, it's one lap. So a quarter mile of burpees so every time you jump for the burpee you jump forward then you go down like a regular burpee come up and then jump again forward all the way around the track then you do walking lunges all the way around the track then you do bear crawls all the way around the track and then you finish off with a quarter mile run it took us an hour and a half i did not finish the burpee round because I just felt like crap all day. It was just, like I said, one of those days. And I immediately felt out of breath. Like I could, like my throat and my chest felt like someone like stabbed me with like an icicle. <laughs> my throat is still like a little sore from today. And then I started getting a headache. And then I had um, like that metallic taste in my mouth where I felt like I was like, like bleeding out of my mouth. And I was just like about to cry because I felt like a failure. I was like, how am I so out of shape? I can't do this. Like even a quarter way across the, uh, around the track. Oh, but then I was like, you know what? It's okay. I'm just going to walk and cheer everybody on and I'll pick up at lunges. And that's exactly what I did. I finished up everything else. Everyone else that did it finished. And I was there cheering them on. And, uh, it was, it was freaking hard. My legs last night were like rocks. Like I, I felt like I had to keep moving them. I almost, cause I kept waking up because my legs were in so much pain. I hadn't worked out in like two weeks, um, prior to this. So it was like, jump right into like the craziest thing you could possibly jump into. So stupid, such a stupid decision. I don't recommend doing that challenge if you haven't worked out in a while or trained for it in any way. It was horrible. But um oh my gosh, but I kept waking up and I was like, should I just jump on the bike and just pedal just to get my legs moving because they were cramping up so bad. Then today like at during my classes, I did um some hit kickboxing with the class and then the cardio kickboxing, but I was like I can't squat low. <laughs> like my arms like reaching them back behind my body like 
you know, like you're going to stretch your chest. Like my arms are just so freaking sore from those bear crawls. But if you think you can do it, you should do it and make sure to tag me or send me a photo or whatever. But I'd like to see it because it's hard. So, but it took us an hour and a half and, um, oh my gosh, but all of this leads to what I want to talk about today. So I just shared my story of how just life was getting in the way. Life was just happening and I was just along for the ride. And sometimes that happens. It happens, especially if you're, you know, you have a partner in your life, especially if you have kids, more than one. Of course, if you're a business owner and um, I think just in general, if you're an adult, this is going to happen. I think any person, you don't even have to be an adult. You could be a kid. Shit's going to happen. Something's going to come up. You're going to get sick. You're not going to feel good. Um, what else? It's a holiday. You're, oh yeah, my kids stayed home from school today, so I didn't get to do a lot of my work. Um, what else? Just lots of things can happen. And what I want to talk about is why it's so important to train and to eat and to just take care of yourself for the longevity of your life. So for the rest of your life, doing short spurts or like six weeks or 12 weeks, or I'm giving myself to the end of the year or just this year, I'm going to really focus on, I don't know, cutting out cupcakes or whatever. I don't know. People do you know, weird things. I'm going to eat keto. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. But when you make these like really big resolutions or like hard rules on yourself and then something happens and you like quote unquote fall off of the plan that you had set for yourself. So for me, it was like two weeks that I didn't work out. It was two weeks where I was just you know, running around, not knowing what's going on, having too much on my plate. If I was doing a six week challenge, that's a third of the time. I would have given up like, fine, I'll just, I'll just start again after Thanksgiving because, you know, now it's Halloween. If I start Monday, then I'm going to have to be on a diet during Thanksgiving and I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to start off. Well, wait, hold on. I can't start after Thanksgiving because then it's going to be Christmas and that six weeks is going to run into, and I want to eat, you know, I want to eat on Christmas and I want to have hot cocoa and marshmallows and, you know, candy canes and whatever. So I'll just, I'll start on the first. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, no, my birthday's on the seventh. So I'll start after my birthday so that I can have some birthday cake and not feel guilty about it. And then I'll start my six weeks. Okay, but wait, hold on. My daughter's birthday's on the 4th of February. So then it'll run into, do you see what I'm getting at? There's always going to be something, whether it's your best friend's baby shower, whether it's a family barbecue, whether it's, you know, you are out of water and you can't cook your food. If you, your gym got flooded or the pool that you swim in, someone took a big giant dookie in it and you can't swim today or next week because they're going to clean the pool. There's always going to be something that is going to be in your way. If you have these hard 
black or white, this or that I'm taking this, you know, I'm doing this particular workout and that's, if I don't stick to it, I'm a failure. Or if I eat a cake piece of cake, I'm a failure or, you know, whatever it is, if I don't hit my macros exactly, I'm a failure. These are, this is the mindset that we have to get rid of because something is going to happen anytime, anytime something can happen. I think you've gotten that point by now. So the idea of consistency is to make most of your time, most of your days, healthy, good decisions, not every single day, not for six weeks, and then you can do whatever you want. You have to make it part of your lifestyle. You have to find time. You have to make time to do these things to live a healthy lifestyle. I hear this all the time, all the time. Oh, I don't have time. Oh, I don't have time. Oh, I don't have time. You have to make time and you have to make it a part of your lifestyle. You have to make it routine so that you don't have to waste time thinking about doing it. As soon as something becomes part of your routine, as part of your habits, as part of your lifestyle, you don't have to think about it and it will come naturally to you. You will notice when you don't do it, how you feel, and you're not going to like it because you're going to enjoy how you feel when you start to take care of yourself. This can be for anything. I'm talking about skincare. I'm talking about drinking water, which I need to do right now. I'm talking about reading a book, um, going to the gym, prepping your meals, like little things that add up over time. Eating is one of those things that you have to do. Like you can't, I no, I don't dare you. I was gonna say, I dare you to go without eating, but no, like it's something, whether or not you're making a healthy choice, you have to eat. Otherwise you will die. Like there's, I think, you know, that there's science behind it. <laughs> you have to eat. So if you are choosing healthier choices over and over and over again, it's going to be easier to make these healthier decisions as time goes on. If you are used to eating certain foods because you have decided to eat better or whatever, if you go on vacation, you're going to crave those same foods that you were eating. For example, when we go out on vacation, we will stop at a grocery store and buy foods that we like to eat. We're not going to buy foods that we don't normally consume unless we go out to a restaurant, of course, but, um, we know we don't, us personally, we don't go out to eat every meal when on vacation. We don't do that now. And it's like, it's just something so simple like that. If you are so used to working out every morning before you start your day, when you go out on vacation and you skip that, you're going to feel it. You're going to notice like, oh, I'm a little bit stiff today. Oh, it's probably because I didn't work out this morning. Then maybe the next day you'll wake up, go either to the you know hotel gym or take a walk around. Or if you're camping, maybe like go on a little morning hike by yourself. Like, you know, there's, there's ways to get around it to keep your healthy lifestyle. You don't have to be so rigid. And like I said, black or white, this or that, like this or nothing. If you have that mentality, you're going to eventually end up at the nothing. 
So if you are struggling with finding routine or need help finding spots where you can fit in workouts, even if it's just, you know, going for a walk, if you're having trouble making healthy decisions, reach out to me. You can always go to awakencardiokickboxing.com slash personal dash training. And I do lifestyle coaching where we just kind of look at your schedule, see where we can fit in certain things or see what maybe might be stopping you up that you're not aware of. For example, one of, I was working with a a nutritionist and I was like, man, like when I work, like I work really late, like right now it's 845. By the time I'm done with my work and I get home, it's already so late. So I don't want to eat dinner, but I'm working in the evening. I work from like, you know, 3.30 all the way through this time. I'm teaching classes. I can't really be up in front of the class eating, you know, my food. So I try to eat before. And then as soon as I get home, I try to eat. And I was like, but it's just too late. And then I'm up because I just ate and I don't want to like lay down with a full belly or like, you know, and she's like, well, why don't you just take your food with you? That way, you know, on your 15 minute drive home, you can digest that food. And I was like, okay, why didn't I think about that? Like I could just bring my food here, heat it up in the microwave. Like I'm because that's what I'm going to do at home. I'm going to do the exact same thing, but I can just eat it here. That way my food has time to settle and I can go to bed better. So sometimes you just need someone else to give you their perspective because when you're in it, you don't see the whole picture. You don't see like the missing pieces. Like when you're doing a puzzle and you're looking at like, I need to find this one spot, this one spot and you can't find it, but it's like right there. Like someone can just walk up and be like, it's right there. So that's kind of like what this lifestyle coaching thing is, is like where to see what, what you're not seeing. And the same thing goes with nutrition as well. When I look at nutrition clients, when I look at their food logs, it's usually to start all over the place, up and down. There's no consistency. My job is to help you find that consistency so that no matter what happens, you are able to go back to your baseline, that consistency. You want consistency to be your baseline, what you do on the daily Now, when you go on vacation, you don't have to keep that baseline, of course, like have fun, eat things, you know, whatever, like if you're a foodie and you like to go take, like, go do that, enjoy your life, but you need to be able to come back and already have those habits in place that when you get into your normal environment again, that you're able to go back automatically without even really thinking about it. So that's why it's so important to make these things, like I said, consistent consistency 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 so I hope that you pulled something from this and I'm going to snap right back I'm had a crazy couple weeks but I snapped right back and I'm coming back even better so I used to track my meals and I'm back to tracking my meals because it's just I kind of want to know where I'm at. I haven't been tracking for quite a long time and I've been in a bulk phase. So I've been really trying to eat more and not be 
too worried about the weight gain because I've been also lifting heavier and trying to pack on more muscle. So that's my goal. And I've been pretty successful in my lower half. I'm going to work the rest of the year on this upper half, but starting on, you know, uh, at the beginning of the year, I want to make some changes and like really, you know, show off that muscle that I've been building. So I want to know how much I've actually been eating. And so I've been tracking my macros. I have given up caffeine. I'm on day two and I, I feel okay, actually, which I'm really surprised. I do find myself really wanting to reach for coffee or an energy drink, but I'm not, and I feel pretty good. But anyway, what I'm saying is I'm going back to some, some basics, tracking my food, drinking my water, really making sure I'm on top of things, getting my workouts in and it's easy for me because it's part of my lifestyle, not just because I own a studio, but like it's always been, not always, it hasn't always been, but it's been a part of my lifestyle for such a long time that imagining my life without exercise or, you know, taking care of myself seems weird. Like I don't, like I don't like it. And that's where you should be aiming for. Taking care of yourself should feel natural and not taking care of yourself or skipping your workouts or eating crappy food should feel really weird. So like I said, if you need help with that, contact me. You can contact me on Instagram at Bridget.Koenig, or you can again, go to awakencardiokickboxing.com backslash personal dash training. I'll put it down in the description. All these things will be down in the description And yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to like it. If you like it, don't put the thumbs down or if you didn't like it, that's fine. You can put the thumbs down. I don't care. Um, Subscribe and then um, leave a review if you are listening anywhere else. I would really appreciate it. But go ahead and reach out to me on Instagram. Tell me something that you wouldn't be able to live without. Like what is part of your routine that you wouldn't be able to live without. If you went on vacation, you came back, what's the first thing that you're ready to do again? And uh, yeah, I hope you have a great rest of your day or night or whenever you're listening to this and we'll see you next time.